And we're live. Hey. Hey, hey, Yo. hey. Happy fall, everybody. Happy yes. fall. How how was Ooh. your guys' uh, Halloweens? Any did you get any cool trick-or-treaters or anything? Uh we got a Princess Peach. We got a Sasuke from Naruto. We got a Boba Fett. Nice. Um Paul, wait, do, Paul, do you get trick-or-treaters? No, and I've worked. Okay. Um, John, I'm curious, how many Squid Game costumes did you see? Not a single one. Wow. Okay. How many Plague Doctor costumes did you see? One that kind of looked like it. Okay. Because I heard that was popular because I saw a couple and then I saw people online mentioning it and it makes sense. Um, sure. So I was yeah. wondering if you saw any, but that's cool. Okay. No, we mostly got kids it. in our area. I'm honestly shocked about the Squid Game ones. Uh, I definitely saw Squid Game costumes for sure. The oldest hmm. person we got at our door was like 14 or 15. But I was thinking even like parents, because that's the ones I saw was parents were dressed up as Squid Game. taking there, their. There kids. were no parents dressed up. Wow. I don't think any okay. of the parents that showed up were dressed up. Wow. Which is funny because I was dressed up giving out the candy. So I looked a little out of place when like everyone else was showing up. But it also it was cold. We had gotten snow yet the day before. So most people. Were yeah, wearing jackets. I guess the difference down here is like because, yeah, up there with you guys, when you're making a Halloween costume, you need to figure out how to put a jacket underneath all that. You need to like make it a couple sizes too large because, you know, you got to wear boots and stuff down here. Kids are just dressing up as whatever they want. No sweater, no insulation whatsoever. Um. So I guess parents could dress up as well and, and don't have to worry about making sure they can fit a jacket underneath this costume and getting uncomfortable and whatnot. Um, but you said you dressed up. What did you dress up as? I dressed up as Weird Al. Oh, that's I did see the uh, the Twitter picture. That's right. Did anyone yeah. get that? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, you only got kids. I can't see a lot of them being like, yeah. ah, yes, my favorite yeah. musical artist. Yeah, and I dress I dress like his old version too, like with the glasses and everything. So like, because he he switched to like no glasses and changed his hairstyle in like the '90s. So I'm just like, oh yeah, they'll definitely recognize this '80s weird Al take. <laughs> okay, okay. Did Reese dress up too? No. Okay. <laughs> she originally she originally said that she was going to, but then she wasn't feeling well, so she just kind of stayed away. And I did all the the giving up the candy. Okay. Her, originally, she was going to dress as Rosa John. She was going to borrow uh, my the, the costume parts I had. So, yes, another uh, costume that all the kids would have understood and gotten. The oh, it told completely. Stuff. Yeah, completely. <laughs> That's my favorite YouTuber. OK, um, <laughs> did you just hand them the candy? I was seeing a lot of people online making like these cool slides for candy so that they didn't get oh that sounds neat i kind of wish i had done that that sounds yeah. cool no i just handed them like a like a normal person yeah no that's i didn't see any in person but i do like that as like a hey we're still kind of in a pandemic so i made this slide so we don't get near each other kind of thing but yeah uh i did go to my usual trick-or-treat area to like you know observe and look at the decorations there definitely was not as many decorations as normal years but last year when there was zero there, it had definitely grown a bit since then. So here's hoping it keeps growing back to what it used to be. Someday, someday. Yeah. Uh, anything else exciting happened with you guys in the last week? R Not show really of hands. No. We'll, we'll go around the digital room here. Who in the last week witnessed the police break into their neighbor's door down? 
Just me? No. Okay. Oh, you? you no, <laughs> no, I think it's just you. It's just you. Um, one one of the units in in the apartment complex doesn't have anyone in there, and I watched a homeless man pry the window open and climb in. Um, ah. To which ah. me and to which me and some neighbors called the police. Um, yeah. And so the the police came. Tried to tell the guy to come outside. They kept saying like, yo, we got the dog. The dog's going to bite you. They didn't have a dog. There was no yeah. dog. I kind of wanted to see the dog in action. But there was no <laughs> dog. I didn't even hear a dog barking from the car or anything like that. They were lying about the dog. Uh, sure. Yeah. But then they brought out the little hand. You know, it's only got to have been maybe three feet long at most. Probably closer to two feet. Two hits. Door went flying off through the thing. Nice. Oh, um, pretty cool. I'd never seen one of those before. And uh, yeah, they arrested the dude. He was just trying to squat there. Um, but that was an eventful yeah. afternoon when I was watching that. <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, so, you know. Uh, easy transition. This is the top down perspective. Ah, yes, the yeah. easiest of them. Yep, November 4th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Um, Paul, I want to ask you, you seem like you had the most exciting week in terms of video games. So uh, what did okay. you play? Uh, I bought a VR headset this week. Which, which one so did you get? I got the Oculus Quest 2. Um, I wasn't into the idea of getting one for a long time. Resident Evil 4 came out. I was like, that looks kind of neat. Uh, I'll give it a few days. Saw like some people in the communities I hang out with talking about it, and they're like, "This is like easily one of the, like the best uh, VR experiences and stuff like that." I was like, "Okay." Usually, FOMO for me goes away within a day or two; like it's not too bad. Um, so I was like, "Okay, I'll wait for a few days." The twenty eighth was Facebook's big uh, like oh, I press see. conference thing. So you were so invested in the metaverse that you're like, "I gotta get in on these VR headsets now." <laughs> no, I was invested in maybe there's a better one coming soon that I could wait for. Yeah. And when they didn't announce anything and in fact announced the opposite where they're like, yeah, we're actually breaking the Oculus and Facebook brand apart from each other. And uh, at some point there's th saying you're probably not even going to need a Facebook account anymore because it's going to be meta now and all this other crap. So I was like, oh, OK, not only is there not a new headset, but they're actually going to take away this stuff yeah sure i'll get one. Oh, now. okay so you don't need a facebook account now for oculus they haven't implemented that yet but i mean okay to be fair they say they're they, going to zuckerberg paul's new best friend um yep. basically said that they're working on have removing that requirement but keep in yeah. mind you're probably going to need a meta account to do it which Could is be. going to be part facebook so it there's no way you're going to get divorced completely from Zuckerberg's pocket. He's still going to gotcha. He's going to he's going to get his hands all over you. I you guess might not need it yeah. to like actually do stuff, though, is the big thing. I mean, because I just don't want to tie to my actual Facebook account. I would make my own account just for the Oculus, I guess. And if that's an option, I'll yeah. just do that. You can make an Oculus account. Uh, but I don't know if it like restricts you on certain things you can. Well, do, I don't know. I don't even know if you could make an Oculus account because they're getting rid of the name Oculus now. 
I don't know. All I know is that when it says you need to sign in with something, do you want to sign in with Facebook or an Oculus account? Well, I know going forward, they're they're going to be removing the name from Oculus, even from the headsets. They're not going to be called Oculus Quest anymore. It's going to be like either the Quest 2 or Quest Pro or the Meta Quest. Like they're getting rid of the name Oculus altogether, which kind of sucks. I kind of liked that name. It's a good name. Yeah, good branding. Anyways, I got one of those. Uh, it was the path of least resistance for a lot of things, including just setup. Also, it's the cheapest. It's cheaper than an OLED switch. So I would not compare that. those two things at all. What? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it's like cheaper than a console now. So I was like, yeah, OK. okay oh, I see what up. you're saying. I thought you meant in terms of the VR the space, sw- this is cheaper than the OLED switch. If you hold it right no, up to your the switch eyes being, and you the switch you being the, the cheapest Labo console thing. you can put buy. in the Labo. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the two the two VR options. Yeah. Uh it's cheaper than the cheapest console is what I was getting at. So, yeah, I bought that uh the first night I just kind of did random stuff that was packed in with it. Beat Saber super hot uh demo. Then I tried the uh connection the Steam Link connection stuff for Steam VR stuff. So I tried Payday 2 for a little bit uh in VR and that is janky even for payday standards holy shit that that plays weird because you use like the buttons like x and a and y and b to like turn your character yeah. rather than just yeah, and like, i'm assuming they turn like 90 degrees kind of yeah yeah so yeah, exactly. is this your first vr experience uh like an actual vr set yes where yeah. i played more than you're like gonna have to get used to all these it. kind of new locomotion things and you know, yeah. new terminology. They even said it in the in the Zuckerberg presentation. Presence is a whole thing. Can I can I give you some VR recommendations of games to check out? No. Okay. Can't. All right. No. <laughs> no. Go ahead. I'm kidding. Um, Moss. Oh, but there there is a problem where a lot of the stuff for PSVR I just can't play because it's not that. So. Right. So I mean, you can't do Astrobot, which is that's the prob- one I actually was like looking into. Is there a good emulator that I could just like get this running with somehow? And the answer is no. Okay. Currently, I have no idea. Um, yeah, Moss, Moss is I on be- my list. Moss came to Steam, I believe. Uh, and um, Rec Room. Yeah, Rec Room's free. So Rec Room I've already is free, and I that's going to be like anything. the the most like this is what chat rooms are these days. But now I'm well, I also downloaded VR chat, but I'm a little afraid to go in that. I haven't done VR chat, so I don't know how different it is. But Rec Room at least has like activities and like games you can go on. And hey, do you guys want to do a, you know, fake Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing? But I'm assuming they're quite similar in terms of we're just going to chat around and throw water bottles at each other. So. Yeah. VR chat, from what I've heard or seen little bits and pieces of scares me a little bit but we'll see i have rack room downloaded i just haven't done anything i mean hey it's like being a kid on the internet again this is a whole brand new way to interact with perverts yeah that's (laughs) the scare that's honestly the kind of the scary part (laughs) it's kind of the scary part um yeah but overall that stuff was fun the big thing is is that i bought resident evil 4 vr because of course i did like instantly it installed i did hear this is they did a really good job with this is, it's was this fucking quest fantastic. only or what what's the lock on this one? It's quest only. Okay. Yeah. Uh that being said, you could probably play it on the Rift with like some store stuff or whatever, I assume, but I don't actually know 
Honestly. I just, I'm trying to figure out, like, I've been on the fence about getting a VR headset for years, and I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what is even the recommended one anymore. I I feel yeah. like most of the time I'm hearing stuff, it's the Quest is kind of the forefront one. It's not the, like, highest end one, but even the Quest has the, like, tethered, ca- not even, like, you don't even need the cable. It can, like, connect to your computer wirelessly, wirelessly and get more now. power that way as well. But I just, I yeah. what I've been hearing is the Quest is just sold so much better. It's kind of, like, the primary development platform. There's also the fact that Facebook has kind of bought up a lot of the big VR developers in the space mm-hmm. anyways. So, yeah. like, you know, uh, the developers behind Beat Saber, for example. So, a lot of the, like, heavy hitters are going to be exclusive to uh, Oculus platforms. Yeah, Uh, from the research and kind of looking up stuff I did, it's between the Quest 2 and the Index. The Index, if you have the money for it and you really want just like the best quality vision stuff specifically, uh, you probably want that one. Uh, If you just want like an easy all around good value, you want the Quest because it's just isn't the Index like $800 or something like. Oh, it's like fourteen hundred Canadian. Yeah, yeah it's like a lot. the price jump is quite a bit. So I feel like if you're if you're not like diehard into VR, the Quest is the way to go because it is it's yeah. it's like the second step. It's like the number two yeah. top one, but the price is like a quarter of it. Yeah, it's it would be it would have been a thousand dollars more to get the index. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, that's not worth just and, like, I'm going to try this out and see if I'm into it. And that's the kind of thing with me is like yeah. the quest sounds great. I love that I don't have to attach it to anything because the the only reason I don't use my PSVR that much is it's kind of a lot to set up for. Yeah, know, I'll play for an hour this evening and then I have to like move my tables around and whatnot. It's like this sure. is not worth me. Just I could I'll just sit down and play my Xbox. It's so much easier. And so sure. that keeps me from doing the quest because it's like I already don't use the VR headset I have that much i'm not buying another one (laughs) sure yeah no makes sense um it is very good for getting into just vr though the quest it's there's a reason i think why people recommend it first of all the fact that facebook is i'm sure taking a loss on headsets at that price is good for everybody um the facebook account thing does kind of suck but that's solid hardware hardware they give you the biggest problem with it is that the base model comes with like a strap that sucks, and um, that's I like didn't think that would be as problem talking about yeah head strap yeah, yeah. I didn't there think that like, would be as problematic as it it was until I played a couple hours uh, straight and my neck was sore after. That's that's what like I mean they there there are like comfort head straps or like extra yeah. head straps you can get and whatnot I'm sure there's like a tons of articles out there of like here's like the best kind of bundle you should buy for well, yourself they um, they sell a good one like an elite version or whatever with the proper like cradle for the back of your head and it balances it out and stuff and it's like 80 bucks so it's a little pricey but and i wanted to see how bad it was i would say now after playing for a few hours uh it's worth getting like if I mean, you're gonna the, get one maybe just thing, get though, it. Is like i can't some people can't do vr for like multiple hours at once they need a break yes um yeah so um, if you, that that's another thing you have to kind of figure out yourself right yeah i found that out myself uh because i've been playing pretty hard and i am definitely in vr sickness mode right now i need to just not play for a few days as i as it stands right now it's hard to concentrate 
on any one point. Uh, and reading is hard right now, and like everything's a little what fuzzy. You're saying um, after playing it, the headset when you exited it, you still have eye problems. Eye strain, yeah. Wow. If you've if you've ever strained your eyes, that feeling where they are like just tired and it's hard to like really focus on something. It takes effort to focus on something. Oh, believe that. me, I know all about eye problems. So, <laughs> and sure. I mean, yeah. like for John, this might be perfect. He's already got glasses, right? Can't get much worse. He's not gonna have to wear two pairs wow. of glasses. Wow, thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna get back into it, taking it a little slowly as well. Um, also, just the moving with out inertia in your body destroys like destroyed my brain essentially like it made me feel so sick afterwards like the present uh, i get seasick and motion sick stuff. easy yeah yeah uh, the teleporting options for games is okay but like it makes the gameplay just kind of a little crappier than if you were going full motion the full motion makes you makes me kind of sick though so i'm gonna slowly just Apparently, if you just slowly play it like a few minutes at a time and get used to it, your brain will kind of wire itself so that it's not a problem eventually. I feel like most games at this point have multiple options for how would you like to move around the space and you can choose. Do you want to teleport? Do you want to actually move? And so you can kind of pick what's best for you. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, so that has all been interesting, but I got to get into Resident Evil 4 VR because it takes one of my lesser liked games of that series. This is easily like one of the best games in the series, uh, in VR. The changes they've made to it are substantial, mainly because the thing I don't like in that game in general is I don't like going into a room and having to shoot 20 dudes while standing still. And uh, every now and then running because uh, a little bit because somebody will come up behind you or whatever. Like the combat in that game feels kind of shitty and I've never really liked it. But I kind of like when it was a new game, I kind of just overlooked it to like see the different set pieces and stuff like that. Um, In VR, you are constantly being able to move and aim and shoot as you would assume because you're in that space or whatever. Or that's the theory. So you can move while aiming and shooting dudes, which means you can actually like stun them, walk up to them and then do like your different like kicks and punches and stuff like that to knock them down. It just makes combat feel go from feeling like kind of a shitty chore you have to do to beat the game to actually the part you want to do because it's like super fun. And uh, that change alone is like huge. That's yeah. Um, it. <sighs> That's why it's a little annoying that I get I keep feeling so sick from playing bits and pieces of it because I want to do the like smooth FPS movement or the immersion movement or whatever they call it or um, because that's more seamless and like you're doing actiony things. So you want it to be more actiony rather than teleporting. But the teleporting is the way I felt like I'm not going to throw up or fall the most comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to try to do the thing where every day for like five to 15 minutes, you just like play a game for a bit, then turn it off and kind of get your brain used to like it's okay to move and not be moving with or like train your inner ear or something, whatever. 
uh, does it. Uh, but yeah, that game is definitely that old game redone in VR uh, from the ground up. A lot of cool little options, like when you're playing around with your uh, inventory, you're actually like moving stuff in a suitcase. Uh, when you're going to the shopkeeper or whatever, the key, the shopkeeper, you're putting stuff from your case onto like a table for selling and like buying stuff from him by putting it in your case. And like you have like a jewel case for all your different um, your gems and stuff that you collect and your treasures, which is cool. The fact that you like actually can pick up and look at all the items in the game in full HD like you're holding it. It's like just super, super cool. Everything about that game is amazing. And like the people that are saying finally there's a reason to own VR, like if you're into Resident Evil, this is definitely it for sure. It's so good. I can't stop talking highly about it. It's very, very good. Can right you on. play Half-Life Alex with the thing that you've got? I can. Because um, that's I another one I've, always, a- I've heard the exact same thing said about. So that's why I'm wondering if you're ever going to be able to contrast the two. I, I'm i going to try to wait for like a sale or something. The nice thing about Steam, obviously, is that they put their stuff on sale, which I don't know how Oculus is about sales yet. Uh, I, I will say I bought Resident Evil 4 through the Oculus. Um, the Steam stuff is a little bit janky to set up at first. Uh, so this would be also the good thing if you get an index is that that just works out of the box uh, right away. With Oculus, you have to go through, you have to link it, or sp- specifically with the Quest, to your computer using their app uh, called Oculus Link. And then from there, you can use that app to load up the Steam VR app and then you can do stuff through it, which makes some things a little janky at first. But everything I tried on it worked fine after, like, sorting itself out eventually. So I will be trying Alex at some point for sure. That's uh, that's one of the other things I definitely wanted to get to. Have you tried um, the, like, wireless tether to get bonus power into the quest? No, I haven't okay. tried that. I've done the wireless tether to just connect to my computer and do stuff but i haven't like gone full into that i just tried that the other day okay i just be i would be curious to know if if you if you play a game and you kind of do it before and after and if you actually like can see the difference or if you get like more options for fps or something like what kind of how it manifests i will say that they say you have about two and a half hours worth of um play time I think that's a little bit generous. I think there's about two and a half to three hours if you are watching like YouTube videos or just kind of chilling in VR spaces. VR porn, yeah. Yeah, VR porn. Haven't gotten there yet. Hopefully never. Like, I believe that. Not. Yeah. First first thing, (laughs) right out of the box. Got to break it in, if you know what I'm saying. Gross. Um... But I, playing Resident Evil, I definitely, it started dying after two hours. Like, two and a half hours is maybe a little generous. I think you got two hours of, like, full play if you're playing a game hard. Um, which is also another thing I want to, I want to get, like, an ex, uh, an external battery pack. There's one that people recommend that adds about six to eight hours worth of play time. But you and, can't even uh, survive it, that long with with your like queasiness <laughs> right but for travel right like that's the whole point oh, of this see. thing okay. is that you don't have to use a computer with it 
Sure. Um, and it acts, this battery pack also kind of like straps in onto the back of your strap and acts as a counterweight as well, which is yeah. kind of good. So I'm, uh, I'm looking into that. It's also the price of just the Oculus strap uh, upgrade without a battery pack. It's cheaper. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, um, it would be kind of cool. I have a baseline for how much power it has. I will try this tethering thing that you're talking about and report back at some point. Cool. Uh, other than that, Diablo Immortal closed beta. It's happening in Australia and Canada right now. So I jumped into that because the eye strain from VR wasn't enough. Got to play a giant game on my phone. Um, I've heard that this game is really is, good. That game is fucking fantastic. It's yeah. really good. This is the mobile Diablo for those who don't remember. Yeah, um, that is a full Diablo game. There's no cut corners. They have like the rifts, the different dungeons. It's kind of a giant open world where you can see other people at any times if they're in the area based on your server uh you can jump into dungeons with a group to do like those parts so it is more mmo feeling than ever before um it controls and plays exactly like a diablo like a diablo game should i think the thing i was most impressed by is that i was able to hook up a controller to it through bluetooth and not only did it work completely flawlessly, but it had full button remapping for whatever button combinations of stuff I wanted. It had on the screen display of which buttons did which abilities. And it had a perfect one to one of the on screen like D pad to my analog stick. So there was no lag at all. It was like the best implementation I think I've ever seen of a mobile game with a with a controller just right out of the box and i was super impressed it felt really really good to play it felt so good to play that i killed my battery plane and had to plug in in this weird awkward like thing where i was holding it over here near the charger sure um yeah that game is super good it's super good um i will say it made me look at my phone and just be like if Oh yeah, this is an old phone. I might have to upgrade this thing because yes. my phone can my phone cannot do this game in anything higher than medium. The game just says your phone can't handle this. Like we're, it doesn't do anything. So I don't know what high and ultra look like. Medium looked fine. It looked like a mobile game. Um and I wasn't yeah, able to change something else as well. It's definitely interesting when mobile games started having like specs and performance settings. Yeah. So uh, I think for this one, it just straight up says if you have an iOS device um, older than the iPhone five, just don't bother. Like it's not going to run, period. Um, yeah, I don't that um, would that would that probably be sense. hard to even still have at this point. I would assume your battery probably. lasts 15 minutes on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh and you need, I can't remember what the specs were for Android, but it's also like my phone is definitely feeling old on this game. And it's only like five years old. But for people that like play mobile games, sure, and that's, stuff, that's sure like that's old really in phone old. terms. You know what I mean? I mean, not really, because I it makes calls. <laughs> which is what a phone which does most people don't use phones for anymore. i was gonna say i i <laughs> yeah, barely exactly. that's like the least thing i use the, my phone for yeah and and, uh, so, and soon enough it'll be like 
the least thing you use yours because you're going to be 99% Diablo Immortal. You're going to be in the metaverse <laughs> the entire time. Also in the metaverse. Yeah, well, I metaverse, mean, one day we're all yeah. going to be in the metaverse and we're all going to know it. Yeah. Maybe That's we already are. And this is in the past. Ooh. <laughs> God damn it. I hate it when that happens. Um, yeah. Anyways, I was a non-believer about Diablo Immortal. And I was just like, yeah, we'll see how it is when it comes out. It's really good. It is very, very good. If you're a Diablo fan, it should be on your list of things to pick up when it comes. Seems out. like a like a, a week of reckoning for you. You're a believer in, in Diablo Immortal. You're a believer in VR. It's a whole new world for you. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I was ever a not believer in VR, but there's two things that I think. Well, I don't even know that there's one thing that is very, very good in VR. Uh, and uh, Alex apparently is the other thing. But I can't say that for myself yet. Oh, super hot's fucking great in VR, by the way. Like I yeah. kind of glossed past it, but that's a completely different experience. That's hard to describe unless you've actually done it. Uh, it's. I feel like that's like a lot of VR things. It's hard to describe unless you like did it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, right. And No Man's Sky. I did. That made me actually want to throw up because you have a jetpack and you can like fly up and down in it. And that was hard. Honestly, what you should do and and obviously you should stream this is there are just like shovelware on the on Steam that is like, I've already made you sick. Oh yeah, no, I have didn't play any of those. You I played should, one you that should was play just those like a and see like shooter. how long. I think there's even ones that are just like how long can you last, and they're just gonna like fuck with you in VR. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I I won't. I'm the type of person that if I'm not sitting in the front seat of a car ride that's like over an hour, I will get out and throw up because I oh, got wow. dizzy. Okay. Yeah, I get motion sick pretty easy. So those actually sound like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> sound terrible uh oh and beat saber is great too uh it's fun you don't need me to tell you that yep like it's a good game. everybody knows that by that point uh yeah diablo immortal people should check that out when that comes out that's all i've been playing john yo what's how's your week in games been it's been all right still playing hollow knight it's still kind of dragging on but i'm almost done i'm Story beat wise, I think I'm at the last story beat. I can't. I don't know if there's any other areas I can go to. So um, okay. I I did the three mask thing. I just finished the third one, and I've done everything else DLC thing that I care to do. Uh, so I think it's just going to the that one spot, and then whatever unlocks after that. Which I think there's supposed to be one final zone there or something like that. Nice. Uh. Other than that, I've been playing a lot of Mario Party Superstars. So this came out okay. on Friday. This is a uh, an, another attempt at a greatest hits style Mario Party game. And this time I think they actually succeeded because it is wow. actually a Mario Party game. Unlike Mario Party Top 100, which was just the minigames or uh, Super Mario Party, which was sort of like it, but had really limited options. Uh, this one's been genuinely fun. It has uh, online's been pretty good. It actually saves your progress in case anything happens and you disconnect. It's been pretty good for that. Still weird, weird quirks here and there, but it is it is a Mario Party game. There's mostly good games chosen, some weird ones, but uh, all the games I've played online so far have been pretty smooth. Very little lag. We've only had one disconnect so far, and uh, it was pretty easy to get back to the game when that happened too. At cool. this point, with like the switch, what's the Mario Party to get this or this hundred percent? 
was it Super Mario Party was the last one? Yeah, Su- Super Mario Party uses only the Joy-Cons, uh, which mean for because there's a bunch of motion control stuff, uh, which means if you have a uh, a light, you can't even play it. Right. But this one just uses buttons, so you can use Pro Controllers, you can use uh, Joy-Cons, you can use whatever, you can use the Switch Lite. So I would argue already there it's the better option. Plus, the net code is better in uh, in Super Mario Party. If you disconnect, that's it. The game's gone. In uh, in this one, straight up, you can rejoin, and you can and an AI takes over for you while you're gone, and it will save that's, your progress if you just want to restart things. And that's pretty great. That's pretty like modern it, day online. It actually has yeah. modern day quality of life, which is yeah. already kind of why it's pretty like, good. Yeah, I am honestly shocked Nintendo implemented that in any. Me game. too, to that's, be honest. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, the gameplay balance is a little wonky compared to other Mario Party games. Like you get coins way easier in this one. Items are really cheap, uh, and not all the items came back. Like, uh, or they're really rare now. Like the Boo Bell is a rare item. Uh, the the plunder chest is a rare item, but uh, magic lamp equipments, which are gold pipes, are pretty cheap, pretty easy to get after the halfway point of the game. Double and triple dice are super cheap. Like, if you're in a Mario Party, it may seem a little unbalanced, but it uh, it seems to be more geared towards aggression because they give you so much money to start using booze. They give you so much money to start using items. Like, it just it gets hectic, and uh, I've enjoyed it a lot so far. In Mario cool. Party 3, when you used, there was this one item that would, I think it would bring you to the star, where a toad, yeah, a magic lamp, a toad genie, yeah, yeah, the genie has of the lamp. Ever, has he ever shown up again? He shows up in two and three, and then I think four, and maybe five. I, he's in a couple, and then stopped showing up after a while. Yeah, because he was like a giant-sized toad character like what's his deal that's what i want to know he's just a genie he seems like someone that would show up in like the one of the paper marios you'd think but no yeah oh well, well i'm glad you're enjoying it yeah if you like classic mario party 100 recommend it if you don't like classic mario party hard recommendation but i feel like at this point if you didn't know if you like mario party or not you probably knew that or you're six and in which case or, you're probably getting you're this six. anyways because it says mario so yeah also that yeah yep yeah uh that's all i'm playing uh i've had a great video game week i'm gonna all everything i've been playing absolute banger so i played uh and it's honestly it's brought to you by free to play games and game pass so that's that's 2021 video games as far as i'm concerned uh the forgotten city was added to game pass and that game is so good like uh, if you don't know, it, it it started as a Skyrim mod that they spun out into a full fledged game. But you can definitely still kind of tell visually and, and, and how it kind of feels like, oh, yeah, this is this was Skyrim at one point or another. You know, you, you get a bow at one point. It's like, ah, I see. OK, yep. Um, <laughs> it's pretty crazy that this came out at like the exact same time as 12 minutes, because this is also a time loop game where you are trying to figure out what is going on in the environment you're in. How can you affect the environment by talking to people, by doing different uh, specific actions and whatnot? And whereas 12 minutes kind of completely falls on its face, 
this just like soars like this does everything right basically everything you probably wanted in 12 minutes other than like a rewind mechanic well that's the thing in 12 minutes everyone wanted a rewind mechanic because of how like stiff its mechanics were and how you would go through it this one it like they they smoothed everything out where you'll start one of the you'll start the loop over and instead of having to like talk your way through it you can just tell like one person hey i need you to go do these four things because i need to get to that state of this world in like five seconds and the good dude's like done i'll do it like (laughs) you can basically skip to what you need to do like honestly if if 12 minutes disappointed you but you liked the idea of the time loop going through all that you gotta play Forgotten City because it is great. It goes to some just incredibly bizarre places, um, but that was that's what makes the story so engaging. And I just I was hooked the entire time. It's like a six hour game, so I can't recommend it enough. Um, on top of that, another Game Pass title, Unpacking. Uh, this is like cozy game of the year. This is. This is the game for fall, the game for winter. If there's if there's like a if it's raining out, if it's if there's a blizzard outside and you're indoors, nice and nice and warm, you should be playing unpacking because this is like the the chillest game and in, in all the right ways. So visually, you're kind of just looking at like an isometric perspective of different rooms. Um, and all you do is you're unpacking boxes. That's all you do. You go to one room, you go to the other one. You're not actually interacting as like a person walking around. You're just as a mouse cursor, open the box, click the box, and then you'll have an item that needs to be put somewhere in the room, whether it's like books or the laptop or a stuffed animal, stuff like that. But what's really interesting about it is based on what the the items that you're getting to put away, you're kind of figuring out who this person is that you're kind of embodying And you're getting to see different stages of this young woman's life. Like you see her as a kid. You see her when she moves into her first dorm room, her first apartment, when she moves in with her first boyfriend. You know, it's kind of like all like the major moves someone would have. You're there unpacking the boxes and kind of learning what's been going on with this person's life, like where they are in terms of like their schooling or their job and and stuff like that. So it's kind of it's it's really clever in how it's telling its story with with like very little actual narrative involved. Um, and on top of that, like you, yeah, you're learning about the people in her life through the items that are packed up. And it's also like this kind of nice self-reflecting thing of like, Oh, where would I store this? Cause there's, there's a very light puzzle mechanic to this game where once you've finished unpacking all the boxes, it'll highlight the ones that are in the wrong spot. Um, and I'll spoil like one tiny thing it's in the very first I don't even want to call it a puzzle because like these are it's so hard to screw these up. There's one that is you, you basically realize, oh, this isn't a book. It's a diary and you can only put it in one or two places. You can't just put it on the shelves with the other book. It has to go. You have to hide it somewhere, basically. And that just that makes sense. It's a diary, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you have to figure out where these things go. And every now and then I would come across something where it's like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. <laughs> um. And the art style is like this kind of high. I don't want to say high resolution pixel art. It's it's pixel art that's minimalist, but you can definitely like tell what everything is like. This person has had like every Nintendo system and you can sort of be like, this is a GameCube box. I can tell because it has like that upside down little semicircle atop. And this looks like this is Ocarina or uh, Wind Waker. I can tell this is Mario Kart. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. And what's great is as you're going through each of these points in their life and they'll be like, this is, you know, 2007, 2010, the, the, the main character, she like get moves from a Game Boy to a Game Boy Advance and then to like a DS and you're putting the DS cases away and, and stuff like that. And so it's all timed appropriately and whatnot. And it's just like, it is just such a cozy, warm game. Like I cannot recommend it enough. It takes maybe two hours to play through the whole thing. Uh, but I think it's definitely worth it. And I will just say um, for those uh, who might be a little apprehensive of playing it, it definitely kind of has the the air of like, oh, there's going to be like a very melancholy or depressing turn in this person's life. I can just feel it. Yeah, sure. It, it That doesn't happen. It is okay. heartwarming the whole way through. Um. So, so, you know, I don't want to like get people thinking like, oh, crap, I don't want to keep doing this because this character is clearly going to like get sick or something like that um because it definitely yeah. feels like that's definitely what could have happened that is not what happened yeah like the last act is packing up their stuff because they died horribly yeah. like i yeah. will just say this game is heartwarming the whole way through okay um okay. so it is it is definitely a feel-good game um there's a really like there's a tweet going around i don't know if it's depressing or if i felt depressed reading it but it's people replying to the picture of what is in the game a gamecube and them not knowing what the hell it is or where they're supposed to put it because they're too young to know what a gamecube is well even if they weren't a lot of people didn't buy a gamecube (laughs) i just that just that made me feel old (laughs) i'll say that yeah it's Um, like one of my favorite nintendo systems yeah like i immediately was like this is clearly like it has the handle on it and there are people are just like what they won't let me put this anywhere keep saying it's in the wrong spot what is this thing it's a gamecube come on (laughs) Um, Hmm. uh, again that's unpacking can't recommend that enough it's a really great two hours um they also and i saw this going on twitter the developers were talking they recorded different foley sounds for every single item being placed onto a different surface wow Jesus! they said there's like fourteen thousand wave files for the foley alone so like if you're picking up like a glass and you put it on like a carpet it'll make a carpet kind of sound if you put a glass you put on a table you hear the table sound like there's just a really nice level of detail Hmm. to the audio design in this game like this is a cozy game so if you have game pass Hmm. it's on pc it's on xbox Definitely worth uh, checking out. Um, And the last game I'll talk about is Apex Legends had its new season start this last week. New map, new character. Uh, The new character is Ash, one of the bosses from Titanfall 2. uh, Okay. Which is pretty enjoyable. Uh, They're pretty badass. They're a robot with a sword. Um, The new map seems very cool. There's like these jump pads that launch you around. Uh, So... You know, I still play a lot of Apex. If whatever reason you wanted to dive in, this season's a pretty good one because everything's kind of brand new. Uh, you, you don't have to be familiar with stuff. Just throwing that out there. Cool. Uh, and that's all I've been playing. So let's do some news. Uh, Devolver Digital went public this last week at a estimated value of a billion dollars. Or a quarter of Marvel, as I like to put it. Um, <clears throat> they also acquired a few additional devs. Um, Dodge Roll, who did Enter the Gungeon, 
I thought they owned them all. Okay. Though, cool. Keep in mind, like, they're, they just published, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess. They also acquired Nereal, or Nereal, who does Reigns and the upcoming Card Shark. Okay. Um, and Firefly Studios, which does the Stronghold games. So I'm a big fan of those first two. <laughs> um, and there's a fun quote here. No specific plans for Enter the Gungeon 2, but rest assured we've asked them more than once. Um, but hey, good for Devolver. Like they, I, they deserve all the success coming their way. I feel like every four months there's a huge like indie hit and it's a Devolver digital joint. So good for them. They definitely, yeah, they definitely choose good stuff for their kind of brand that they've made. They put out a great E3 press conference every year and I appreciate that yep. as a, as a viewer. So sure. I need to play inscription. I'm just going to put that at the end. Of this <laughs> yes, story. you do. Uh, <clears throat> Activision Blizzard had like a earnings call this week and they delayed Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 into 2023. Which is pretty yes. far off. That's not even the next year if uh, if you weren't keeping track of what year it is. Um, they basically said to make the game launch better. It makes sense. Part of me is wondering like is that did anyone maybe raise a hand saying no matter what or how good the game is, if we release either of these games anytime soon, we'll just get dogpiled on because of what's going on at the company? Um, well, I don't think Diablo 4 was even close, like at any point. Uh, sure. That seems to have been a problem child for a while now. Uh, Overwatch 2, I feel like. For some reason, I feel like that was ready to go like a year ago and they pushed it off for some reason. So they, I don't, well, they announced it in 2019, I believe. Yeah, I think I, 20, yeah. I remember them saying that like it was coming close or whatever. And like they were showing some stuff. It looked pretty polished. Well, so it sounds like Overwatch was, 2 has had like a rocky development because they lost Jeff Kaplan. They lost the guy after Jeff Kaplan and they keep saying like, oh no, it's still yeah. in good hands. It's still in good hands. And then they delay it like two years. So what, what did they mean earlier when it was still in good hands? Like, right. Yeah, <sighs> no, that that's what I mean is that overwatch two seemed like it was maybe getting ready, but apparently that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I, that's a, that's a weird company. I feel like again, yeah. part of me, part of me thinks like they're trying to push it away from the current bad press cycle because there's no way it would, their games would not get pulled into that. And then may, they're hoping maybe in two years, things will have moved on or improved in some way. Yeah. Blizzard needs some wins. You know what I mean? I mean, there's something kind of tacked onto this with Blizzard where they had two co-leaders going on. Uh, Jen O'Neill and Mikey Barra and uh, Jen O'Neill has actually left or stepped down. Right. Well. And I was seeing the the headlines around that was there were like f first um, like female lead since everything had come out has already left, stepped yeah. down. Yes. Um, and with, with her departure, you know, she doesn't say anything negative about it. She says she's just moving on to a, a, a role she's really interested in. I think it also has to do with like women in games. Um where she's moving to, but yeah. we'll never know what is actually going on. If that's real, if there's anything behind that, that's just something we'll never find out. <laughs> um, yeah. 
but it is. And I mean, it's not up to that. her. It's not up to her to like stay and fix a bunch of white guys' problems either. If she gets a better opportunity, it makes sense to take it. For sure, but there's yeah. another way to read that of like, oh, maybe they pushed. She her thought out. this was so messed up. I'm out of here. Um. Yeah. That's that's what I'm okay. saying. We'll never know. Unfortunately, yeah. I I was thinking the more cynical they pushed her out of someone could, could have been so. that too. Like it, there, there's a whole bunch of ways to read into it. Yeah. it. Regardless, it's not a great look. Oh no, it's a fucking terrible look. It's so I hope look. that uh, I hope that she got something just better. But never know. Um, maybe this will change your mind. And Netflix now has games. Hooray! We already kind of did. Hooray! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't like more games? So, um, this is for Android only. Um, okay. it's okay. I'm I'm not sour about this because I don't really care. Um, these were right we now? talked about this Let earlier. They they like soft launched this in Poland. Now it's over here. There are five games. It's both of those Stranger Things games. A game called Teeter. One called Shooting Hoops. And sorry, teeter up and card blast. Those last three are definitely mobile games. Um, if you have an Android account and a Netflix uh, subscription, you can play these games. They're like free downloads. They're not streamed. Um, are they in Canada? Because I can't find them here. Uh, I don't know. But my general guess would be Canada doesn't really get anything for the most part. So no. Unless it's the Diablo Immortal beta, I guess. Bummer. I'll just play this fucking amazing game of one of my favorite franchises for a bit, I guess, instead. While you cry that you can't play this Netflix game? Uh, well, I can't shoot, play Stranger's Thing. Yeah, shooting oops or card blast. <laughs> well, actually, do a quick search on your like Google Play store. Are those games just available outside of Netflix? Like, Could you buy teeter up right now if you if you needed to play some of it let me check this is a tdp exclusive yeah you're not going to get this kind of coverage anywhere else probably for good reason i was say i hope not teeter up is completely free yep <laughs> so you don't even need it, the netflix subscription it is um it shows netflix as the developer or yep. the people that are releasing it but uh i can I can install it right now. Eat her up. There's your there's your pro tip. We just saved you eight dollars a month, guys. Boom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's free. There you go. What about card blast? The one I actually want. Well, don't tell them. Don't tell them the answer for that one. If because if you want the answer for that one, you have to subscribe uh, to patreon.com slash top down perspective where we will yep. let you know which of these games the, the best way that to get free games on the Internet. It's on there. Is it free? <laughs> yeah, it's the same. You can just install it. Then, like, what is even the point? <laughs> like, seriously, what is the point? I love it, too, because on this tweet thread here, it says what the games are. It's like, here's how you can access them. Load up your Netflix app. <laughs> like, all this, all these steps. It's like, yeah, just go to Google Play and look up one of these stupid games. Well, hang on. Right are there. they free because, like, your phone knows you have a Netflix subscription? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. Cause like when I do I better install one of them just in case. Like when I when I search it up, it's I have the, on the on the browser like it says install, and but it says you don't have any yeah. devices. 
Sure. I don't know. Also, who cares? Who's going to do this? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I guess kids might. Right. Well, I'm installing card blast right now. I'll tell you how it is. Oh, to be honest, that looks like the worst of the five, in my opinion. Teeter up uh, actually teeter up looked OK. That one actually looked pretty decent. And then the, the Stranger Thing ones are obviously oh, decent as well. Uh, speaking of mobile games, Harry Potter Wizards Unite is closing down. Good. This is, um, if people remembered, it was the Harry Potter Niantic game. It'll be removed from the App Store on December 6th. It'll officially close on January 31st. Uh, For those keeping track, I uninstalled Pikmin Bloom yesterday. Ah, it lasted, what, two days on your phone? Four? Uh, Five or six. I have breaking news from the Netflix games front. (laughs) When you load up the game, it requires you to log in at um, on one of your pro. So it knows I have Netflix. So it's like who's playing and I can choose whichever profile and your game progress. It says is connected to your Netflix profile. So I think you might actually need Netflix. So you have to log in with your Netflix account. Okay, I think so. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Um. How sad are you that Wizards Unite is closing down? Oh, who cares? I don't know. Maybe John. John, do you care? No. Reese well, played it for like a couple days and that was it. Yep. That's me too. It seems like one of the least interesting of those types of games. You sure it wasn't the Minecraft one that is already gone? The Minecraft one, I think they didn't reach what they wanted to. Like, I think that was supposed to be better. But no, that was probably worse. Yeah, there's there's more of these than I like. Rem- I totally had forgotten about this game. <laughs> sure. Um, quick little hit that Animal Crossing update went live last night. For some reason, yeah. um, I played a very little bit to unlock Brewster. <laughs> OK, but this new story that I pulled uh, was someone confirming that that uh, to IGN that that new update is the final one. They're done. Doesn't that seem crazy? Yeah. Like, yep. That's that I know it is what a year, a year old? old, a little over a year old. Yep. This is it. I mean, when you compare it to how long did they support uh, Mario Maker 2? It makes a lot of sense. And but if you compare it to there's a lot of games as services now. You would think they would just keep putting stuff into Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is also the second best selling like switch game right now, which also makes this decision surprising. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a bummer, like because they could have just kept adding new and new stuff in. And I guess like we're going to have to wait until the next full installment for them to like, I don't know, reset the board and then slowly add the stuff in again, which also sucks to think about. But Nintendo doesn't really do games as a service when they definitely have some games that would benefit greatly from a games as a service. Um, Just weird, just weird. This is the final update and the happy home paradise is part of their subscription thing, which is also weird. Just a lot of weird decisions. And then, and then in Mario party, they put fantastic multiplayer in there. What? What's going on over there? The monkey paw curls. That's what I'm telling you. That's what happened. They, it's like, if you want good online service in Mario Party, 
then we're not going to support Animal Crossing ever again. And that's what happened. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I would never no, trade not. a Mario Party for more Animal Crossing. <laughs> you would never trade a Mario Party for more Animal Crossing? Well, good to know. <laughs> yeah, I would I would ask for the Mario for the Animal Crossing. He loves no. Mario Party that he much. He loves Mario Party so much. Uh Pack South is no more. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Cutthroat, I'm I'm seeing from the two of you. Um, the, basically, the statement put out was that unlike PAX West and East, PAX South was not growing at the same rate, and it was still yeah. pretty similar in size to when it first launched back in 2015. Um, so that, along with COVID restrictions, they've decided not to continue having PAX South anymore. Uh which is crazy because sure. that means the pack south that I went to was the final one. Yep. There true. you go. You killed it. So I <laughs> help. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's why I went. I went there to put the final <laughs> kill it. in the coffin. Um, I will say when I went there, it was definitely a lot smaller than what I was expecting. Um, San Antonio was super awesome to walk around. And that was a cool town with like the whole river walk. Um, it, so this is a bummer. This is definitely a bummer. Um, I'm surprised it didn't grow more. But I'm glad I went to that well, last it was one. Just, it was just in a weird time of the year. Like, no one was doing, like, new demos for games. Uh, East already kind of had that issue as it was. But it was just, like, a weird time. So it was great for hanging out, but it never grew the size of any of the other PAXs. Yeah. I mean, you say that that's an issue with East. East is the biggest one, isn't it? East is currently the biggest one, yeah. Yeah. But it's also because there's a lot of like uh, Boston based companies that go uh, some companies will save stuff because it's like pre E3 for them. Um, it's just all in like one really good building. Like it's just it's just a bunch of things they can do there. I wonder if it's like, like the location because like Austin is a pretty trendy city and like that's where I flew to. But I still have to drive like an hour and a half out of Austin to get I, to San Antonio. I heard that also mess things up. Yeah, so if this was maybe in Austin, I bet it would have grown a lot more. But maybe because yeah. it was in a smaller town, um, it just made you know the travel not work as well as because I mean the other ones they're not in small towns; they're in major, major cities. So you go to San Antonio, you do you go to the tour about the Alamo. I did that. There's a good beer garden along the Riverwalk. Um, it has posters of Dragon Ball Z in the bathroom. Okay. Nice. Now you're talking. There we go. Yeah. Um, Amy Hennig, everyone's favorite developer who doesn't seem to get to make games anymore, is making a right. new game. Okay. Um, she's with Skydance, and she's teamed up with Marvel to be making something in the Marvel IP. Sure. Uh, we don't know what. She hasn't yeah. said what she hasn't basically said okay. anything, but she says that it's going to be like an action adventure game. The kind of stuff she likes. Um, that's all we really know is it's the first project. It's Sky Dance New Media. OK, which is the studio. Um, cool. And when you click on the Sky Dance Twitter account, the banner is about the Apple TV plus. Uh, show foundation so i don't know what that means at all cool um but hey i'm glad like she's making show. a game hopefully she actually gets to make it this time 
Yes. I feel like the last like two or three studios she's been at, she's announced <clears> we're <throat> working on something and then the studio closes down or she leaves for some reason. Um, Marvel probably has the money to keep her going for the game, though, so we'll see. I would have said that about a Star Wars game, but and we canceled Star Wars 1313. <laughs> yeah. And last news story here, John mentioned a bit. We got some uh, Nintendo sales numbers. Um, okay. Some kind of interesting stuff. I'll kind of highlight a few points I was seeing people pulling out of here. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has uh, become the best-selling Mario Kart of all time. 38.74 sure. million, which surpasses Mario Kart Wii of 37.38 million. Sure. Uh, Skyward Sword <coughs> HD has sold 3.6 million units in its 77 days. These are the reason these came out is the financial year ended in September, by the way. Uh, the original sold 3.67 uh, on the Wii. Lifetime. Lifetime. Lifetime to date. So it is. What would that be? 70,000 away from. Passing the lifetime of the Wii one. Uh, I thought I, I thought that was past it. Sorry. It's 3.6 versus 3.67. So oh, it's just about uh, then. Yeah, 70,000. Uh, Nintendo Switch has sold uh, as of September 30th, 92.87 million units. And the last fiscal year alone was 3.83 million units. Uh, one kind of interesting tidbit here. The total number of software units sold has surpassed 681 million, meaning a software tie ratio of 7.3. So basically it means most Switch owners own at least seven games. Yeah, okay. That must be quaint. <laughs> yeah, you don't need as many shelves. It's pretty nice. <laughs> um, there's a whole bunch of other stats and data you can dig through. Uh, but the top selling games are Mario Kart, followed by Animal Crossing, followed by Smash, followed by Breath of the Wild. Followed by a bunch of obviously first party Nintendo titles that you could probably easily guess. Yeah. But hey, they're not supporting Animal Crossing anymore. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They need to sell uh, four more million. If it had passed Mario Kart, it might have got more. Yeah, that's just the problem right there. Um, why don't we do some <laughs> questions? And we're not doing that last one that's there. Oh, is there another one? Oh, yeah. What is this one? <laughs> Sorry. Surprise bonus news story. Uh, Fortnite is shutting down in China. Oh, OK. I, I guess in China, it, it was there as a un, under a test. This They were calling it. This is a test for Fortnite in China. And it was like a weird version of Fortnite where. I'll just I'll kind of read the article here. The version of Fortnite available in China was quite different from the rest of the world. Matches were shorter allowing for multiple players to claim a victory royale as long as they stayed alive. Okay. Other mechanics were changed to make the game more casual, like a separate health bar for damage from the storm. Weird. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's not coming. Then I guess they're not going full, fully into it. The, you will no longer be able to register and download the game after November 1st, and the servers will shut down. I guess they were just like, this is not working well for us. You couldn't, you also couldn't, uh, there was no in-app purchasing. You unlocked everything by playing the game. I don't know if the whole plan was to always keep it that way or that was just for the test, but. 
There was a weird version of Fortnite in China, and it's not going to be there anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Now let's do some questions. Yeah. Topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address you can send a question in. You can also do at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Oh, yeah. We have uh, episode titles. So I think this catches us up if the tweet is to be believed, which means we're going to start this off at September 9th, 2021 with Rewind Your Shirt. I know what this is. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, Blockbuster shirt. Yeah, oh, came back. Okay. I had Blockbuster shirt. It was back for my the last Blockbuster. Contact Sean went to last Blockbuster, picked up things, including a shirt. John made this remark. Next week at September 16th, a perfect circle. I said this something about Paul. I couldn't remember. It was a Venn diagram. Yeah, okay. Now I'm oh wondering if it God. was actually Paul or if I, I said something was a Venn diagram. The Venn diagram yeah. of these two are a perfect circle. I can't remember what they are. Yeah, I remember the joke, but I don't remember the specifics of it now. <laughs> Fuck. Ugh, what the hell happened that week? September 16th. 16th of September. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What was the message? It was the perfect circle. I said uh, something. Perfect circle. The, the Venn it was diagram. A Venn di- yeah, you're right. It's a Venn diagram that you said uh, Paul is that centerpiece of both. But I can't remember what in the Some- world it was. Yeah, uh, it's something like that. I remember something like this, but I don't remember about what. I'm going to just give up on it. All right. Context is uh, talking. Oh, yeah, we weren't going to get this probably talking about how the new battlefield is being pushed back to the same day as Diamond Pearl remakes. When asked what the overlap between Pokemon and Battlefield fans are, Sean answered this. Ah, okay. Uh, I don't remember. I remember it now. I didn't remember that at all. Yeah. Uh, September 23rd. A good night for technology. I have no idea. Was there even any event running? Did something new come, like, get announced or whatever? I was was here for this, right? Pretty sure. September 23rd? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like mid-October was the one I missed. I don't know. Oh, was this the one where the, like, Discord, the OBS kept dying on us? I don't know, maybe. Oh, so you're thinking three times? You're thinking it's like a sarcastic, like yeah, like I don't think it's a topic. I don't think it's a topic of conversation. I think this is when like everything was dying on us. Okay, sure. Uh, A context was uh, various technical issues. Uh, Yeah, it was that night. Got it. Uh, September thirtieth, the fourth anniversary is the Venom anniversary. (laughs) John just had his anniversary, right? Yes. Yeah. That was around that date, isn't it, John? Oh, yeah, because uh, they, yeah, what what was the exact date? Because it was the 28th is our anniversary. So the that 30th, episode is the so, 30th. Yeah. 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 So that would have been because Carnage 2, or sorry, Venom 2 would come out, you guys said. Oh. Yeah, are you going to celebrate by going to watch yeah. uh, Venom 2? There will be Carnage. It's the Venom sure. anniversary. Sure. Yeah, and I think I, yeah. yeah, something like that. I think I made the joke that that's what the fourth one is or something like that. Yeah. Context, when Sean asked what Paul got for John's third wedding anniversary, he replied he watched the new Venom. Sean then cued him in on his mistake. 
Okay. Uh, October 7th. I thought Sora was in Smash already. This is <laughs> obvious. I thought yeah. I literally thought Sora was in Smash, but the news was that Sora got announced for Smash. Yeah, I think Paul said this. Yeah. Contact Sora was revealed as a final Smash DLC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 14th of October. Welcome to Pokemon, Paul. I think I wasn't here for this. Okay. Clearly, John said this then. What was the what was it? Welcome to Pokemon, Paul. Yeah. I think I was saying something about how there was a giant argument about Pokemon in the discord and I didn't want to read it because I didn't understand any. Oh, of yeah, that would definitely saying. that would definitely make me say that then. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Context. Uh, some details about BDSP came out. There was an argument in the discord. Paul wanted to read it, but it, there was, it was too much. John, welcome to the usual Pokemon discussion. Uh, the 21st of October, the mustache cut of Uncharted. This is um, putting the mustache on Sully. Yep, 100%. Movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Wahlberg doesn't have it. Uh, we you were all upset it. about... Yeah, context. You were all upset about Mark Wahlberg not growing a mustache to play Sully in Uncharted so much that you demanded. They digitally added in. I think Sean demanded it, but yes. Uh, and then finally... 28th of October, pent up Halloween aggression. Don't know what the fuck that is at all. I think it's because it was last week, like time of toilet year. papering because of. Oh, just, okay. Yeah. Mr. Year. So everyone. Like yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Context. Sean was impressed by the number of trick or treaters John got. He got, he grew worried since last year was more limited. So people might TP John's house or do something. <laughs> all right. There we go. That's, uh, we're finally cut up. Thank you for sending those in. Um, Paul, this next one, you have the email open, right? Would it make sense for you to read this as well? I have the email open, but I didn't look at the answers. So, well, I, I don't I mean, what I I'm saying is I don't have the email open. So would it make sense for you to look it up and then do the answers? I mean, I'll sure it's in the doc. <laughs> The, the answers yeah. are in the doc. If they say the answers no, are not, the answers are not in the doc. So okay. I can give the answers. Okay, but. Uh, sure. I'll read it and you can sit, tell us the answers afterwards. Yeah. Matthew writes, let's play a game about Kingdom Hearts naming convention and how horribly out of order it releases everything. <clears throat> I'm going to rename every game so that they're just numbers based on their chronological order. But like Nomura, I'm not going to be straightforward about it. Here are the rules. Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3 will keep their original numbers. Any game that chronologically takes place between two previously released games gets the number halfway between them. So the first game released that took place between 1 and 2 becomes Kingdom Hearts 1.5. Any game that takes place before or after every known game just gets a solid number value. So Kingdom Hearts 0 is the first game released that took place before Kingdom Hearts 1. So try to figure out which game goes with which number. This is so fucked. <laughs> Here are all the games in release order based on original Japanese release. So, I mean, we can type right beside them. So okay. one has to be one, right? Kingdom so one Hearts has to be one. one, two has to be two, and three has to be three. Okay, let me try, okay. let me try and paint this word picture for our audio listeners and our video listeners. 
So we have a list of all the Kingdom Hearts, and, and it's basically like their subtitles, or they say two, or so we have like Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, two, coded, 358 over two days, yada, yada, yada. Then we have numeric values of negative one, negative 0 0.5, 0, 0 0.5, 1, 1 1.5, 1.75, 2, 2.5, 2.75, 3, and 4. So we have to put them in chronological order. For, um, for the video watchers and stuff, I'm actually going to do a quick capture of what we're looking at. Okay. So people can see this fucking. Okay. Was, the mo was Melody of Mem Memory of Melody is the most recent thing? Was that like the, the rhythm game? Yeah. So would that be four? That would be four because it takes place after three, I believe. Okay, I'll tell you. It has one. some segment with Kyrie for Matt. What happens after three? Yeah, I remember that one because it's the newest. I don't think I've ever heard of Dark Road. I don't know what Dark Road is either, but Cross, or sorry, Key is uh, minus one. It should Wait, be anyways. What's Key? Which one's Key? X. That's the mobile what? game which took place with the five clans. Excuse me? Deck, yeah, centuries before <laughs> actual. See, I know the fucking plot of Kingdom Hearts and I hate yeah. it. Which is, yeah. So you're sitting here being like, you fools. I know the answer like the back of my hand. Not quite because it's still Kingdom okay. Hearts. So you're Dark saying Rose is a spinoff of X. So I have no idea where that fits in. OK, so X, you're saying X is the very first thing that happens in this universe. X should be the first one. Yeah, okay. X should be and minus one. And you said Dark Road is a spinoff of X, so it should That's be somewhere. That's what chat said. I, I've never heard of Dark Road. Oh, you can't look at chat. That's cheating. Okay, well, sorry. I still know what Dark Road is, so. Okay, well, we know Dude. that one. It's a spinoff of X. So, so let's assume it's zero. It's negative 0 0.5 because it's got to be close, right? Let's assume. Okay, so that's where we'll put that one. Which probably means okay. zero is birth by sleep. Okay. Okay. Borth by Borth. sleep. Borth. <laughs> Borth by sleep. I can't. My type. game is also named Borth. <laughs> okay. So, so 0 0.2 birth by sleep. That to me, that would be the one. It would. Yeah, it would definitely be before one because it's lo it's a lower number than one. Okay. That's. <laughs> The three and three doesn't have anything to do with it. What the right? fuck is coded? That's what I'm trying to remember what coded and recoded were. There's a recoded. Why isn't that on this list? Recoded, I think, is the re-release that Probably they re yeah. did in the 2.8 or 2.5 collection. Um. I really don't know what fits in that 0.5. I know what should be in 1.5 and 1.75, though. Okay, what are, well, put them in there. Which ones are you thinking? Uh, Where'd it go? Uh, 358 divided by 2 should be... Ooh, is that supposed to be 1.75? Because it's so much closer to when 2 starts? <laughs> oh, my God. What's the other one you're thinking of? Maybe I can help out. <laughs> Oh, the point, the point five is 0 0.2 birth by sleep fragmentary yeah, passage. Th that was going just by um, logic. I was going to say, I'm guessing that's just the next one. Yeah. All right. As we do these, I'm going to delete these. So we what do you mean by logic? Th this could have been zero. 
Oh, well, no, because zero would be birth by sleep, which okay, is why wait, it's 0.2 exactly. birth by sleep. You're saying yeah, exactly. process of elimination has to fit there. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. I we mean, there's no logic road. in this. Oh, we have dark road, okay. Oh, Dream drop distance one. happens before three because it's the training that Sora takes that that ends at the well, beginning. Well, he, here's the easy thing. All of these take place before three because we know three and four. Yes. <laughs> But no, I mean, like, literally, it's like two weeks before three. Okay, so you think it's 2.75? I think it's 2.75. What could possibly happen within two weeks? Uh, Chain of memories happens after one, so that means it's 1.5. Which would put 358 divided by 2 and 1.75, which would put coded in 2.5. Okay. All right. Are we locking this in before I look at the answers? This <laughs> seems. This seems to be the only one that makes sense. The only things that I feel might yeah. be wrong is they might be have the, the like the two point five and seven five might be swapped. That's about it. So, let me tell you the ones I even know. I know Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three. Obviously, I know Memory of Melodies, and I've heard the name three fifty eight divided by two days. No fucking idea what anything else is. I mean, I feel like I've I've heard of most of these. Um, I couldn't have told you that there was multiple birth by sleeps. I've never heard of Dark Road or Key. Key like again, Key's a mobile game. I probably wouldn't have remembered Coded, but I feel like I've 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 heard the names of the other ones. All right, are we ready for some answers? Yeah. All right. All right. Negative one is X. Yeah. Got it. Uh, negative 0.5 is dark road. Okay. Zero is birth by sleep. Okay. 0.2 is birth by sleep, a fragmentary passage. You mean 0.5? No, whatever. One is kingdom hearts. 1.5 chain of memories. 1.75, 358 divided by two days. Uh, two is two. 2.5 is coded. 2.75 is dream drop distance yeah and then three is three and four is memory of melodies way to go john i mean i don't think yeah, we helped yeah. much so good that's all that's, that's all almost john, like 100%. i played through most of these <laughs> yep i mean whoever wins we lose dark road was legitimately the only one i'm like where the fuck does that go because coded was the one where they're in a computer, and dream drop distance is the one that happens right before three, chrono- like storyline wise. And I'm still mad that the name three fifty eight over two makes sense. Yeah, that sucks. I don't uh, like that. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. John, do you want to read this next one? Sukusuku writes in and says, Blast from the past question. If Nintendo had their own achievement point system, what would you want the points to be called? I feel like they should have been coins, but they kind of already use those yeah. for like Club Nintendo. Stars, yeah, maybe? Stars. Yeah, stars is good. Would also work. I think coins makes it seem too small and insignificant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Actually, I really like stars. That's pretty good. Uh, okay, so Paul, I think you're next then. Yep, Lineback writes, you are chosen to create a prequel to one of the games you've covered on TDP+. Plus. Which one do you choose? I mean, it's definitely the quiet man, right? We need to know how he becomes deaf. 
or oh, not God. deaf or whatever born, it was. Like... <laughs> yeah, it uh, just shows him being born. <laughs> I mean, there has to be something involved with like wizards or crow magic. What happens in that game again? <laughs> I don't I actually don't remember a lot of it, to be honest let's, with you. Let's get that cookie clicker uh, prequel. The prequel. <laughs> OK, that's pretty good. That wouldn't be bad, um, yeah. I, I mean, uh, Quiet Man's like the easy answer. It's like too easy to pick that one. <laughs> sure. I'm trying to think. We've covered like so much in TDP+. I'm looking at a list of them right now. Uh Oh, a prequel to Iconoclast would be kind of dope. Sure. That would be a good one, yeah. I mean, we did a Fire Emblem Sonic one. Adventure I'll take two. Yeah, fuck that. I was gonna say we we did a Fire Emblem game. I'll just take another Fire Emblem game if that that's how we get one made. Sure. A prequel to Backbone could be cool if they did it right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. That just came to Xbox Game Pass. The Phantom Aegis writes, "What's your favorite Sonic tune with lyrics?" Sonic Underground theme song, for sure. City okay. Escape. Yeah, that's the or, easy or, one, or, man. Or if I have to pick one that's not that, Live and Learn. Or no, shoot, what's the? Open your heart. Open your heart. Okay. Don't as long as you don't say Son, the Sonic Heroes rap. themes also. Hmm. So, as long as you don't say the pumpkin rap. No, no I'm good. That's just a meme. Paul, do you have a favorite one? No. You can just say the Sonic Underground theme song and share it with me. That's fine. <laughs> okay, we'll share it. BGC Kenny writes in and says, you get a letter in the mail. On the back, it's sealed with what looks like the Smash seal, but with a microphone logo instead of the Smash logo. You open it up and you find that a company is doing a Smash clone for podcasts and you've been invited. How would you like to be represented in Pod Smasher? Things like how many of you are playable, what would your stage be, what music, items, assist trophies, as well as anything else you can think of. I feel like John's the only one that has like enough like in like jokes where you shit. could have different yeah. moves and transformations and stuff. Mm. I'm just enough. a white dude. <laughs> Isn't that most <laughs> podcasters? That is true. You're, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a whole I mean, game of Echo Fighters. There's a reason that a group of white dudes is called a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know what would your stage be, John. Do you have like a location uh, that's part of one of your be lore the things? office? The probably office. Be the office. <laughs> and then like obstacles or like weapons would be just like bookshelves. Just knock them over, set them up, and they just fall over when someone runs past them. Okay. No. I see like a bunch of different like it starts with like a video game level. I don't know, just something iconic. And then at some point, a fortune cookie breaks across the screen and the level changes to something just completely different. Oh, there like, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Just kind of like the game Wario stages or whatever. Like kind of. Yeah. Up. Yeah, that's pretty good. Do you have an assist trophy? Is there some kind of like sidekick character or whatever to your bagel bagel bagel? Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. What's your super move? Uh, something about becoming like really big right I see a lot of Twitter pictures of really big ladies 
I was just gonna say like just summon a bunch of my alts and we just do like a like a tag attack like uh, they do in either like Persona or uh, or the Mega Man Final Smash. Okay, sounds good. Paul, I think you're right. next. Hebrew Lantern. If you stack two lasagnas on top of each other, it, does it become one lasagna or is it still considered two? If they look the exact same, one. Sure. It's lasagna, lasagna is not defined by its depth. That's true. I yep. feel like if they even look different, it would still be one lasagna. And it's just like this half of the lasagna has this color cheese and this other half has. Yeah. Pesto in it or whatever. I think it's a I think it's one lasagna. Like it is just a mess of wet pasta. Yep. Mm. Read. Cause like, let's say you made it one lasagna. Like you went out yeah. making one lasagna and you put a topping on it that's a drastically different color for what whatever reason. Maybe the sauce. You're not gonna say this is a separate lasagna. Well, no, I'm talking about like literally like it's just another couple of layers of pasta and sauce. I'm yeah, assuming it's the exact same thing we're putting on top, not literally just a condiment no. or something. I think yeah. technically, as long as there's any lasagna noodles in it, it's a lasagna. I think I think that's what I would consider. Yeah. Yeah. So like so like let's put this to the extreme. You have a regular lasagna. Okay. Yeah. Then you fill it with just like like a foot cubed of, I don't know, sauce. And you put la- okay. lasagna noodles on top of that. Oh, that's dude, a lasagna, I'm sure, right? I'm pretty sure Epic Mealtime has done something where they did like a lasagna with cheeseburgers in the middle and stuff. Like, yeah, I sure that's a thing. Well, I don't know about that. Putting no, separate- that's still a lasagna. If, it doesn't matter. It's, you think that's you still a burger. lasagna? Well, it's a fucking mess. Because I, <laughs> I don't. That's definitely a mess. It's yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's definitely really a mess. Bad. I just feel like I couldn't look at that and be like, oh, yeah, lasagna. It would be like, this is lasagna with a burger in it, which is fine. I'll eat both of these. I don't care. I'm not picky, but I'm not going to call this a lasagna. No, I think if there's lasagna noodles and it's done in a way that's like layered. It's so then. So then here's the question. What could you put uh-huh. in there? What is the furthest thing from lasagna that you could put in there where you would still look at it and say that's lasagna? You would still say to your mother in her eyes, that's a lasagna. Um. I don't How know. How about that's okay, lettuce? Sure. You'd still do lasagna? Yeah, it, it's not one I would be stoked about eating, but yeah. John, would you still call that a lasagna? No. If it had lettuce in it, it is not as a lasagna. Well, are, is it its own separate layer? Or are we mixing it in? It, there's a layer of lettuce. I mean, have you not had lasagnas before with a layer of spinach? What's? It's oh yeah, not I've that had those. Yeah, but they're usually mixed in with other stuff. Sure. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. Its own right. Layer. This is this is a distinct yeah, yeah. layer. There is a green layer in this lasagna. Sure, I would count it. Okay. How how much weirder can we get where you wouldn't count? A, r- a layer of hard rice. Man, that is a lot of starch. See, Holy yeah, shit. if it's if it's still food, then I feel like it still counts. Yeah, I'm But you wouldn't to think, do it if it was dude. a burger, right? There's no way you would agree to that. Am I the crazy one here for saying a burger shouldn't be in a lasagna? 
it's only one like it's only one it's kind of just it's honestly kind of a technicality you usually put ground beef in a lasagna sure yeah so is it the is it the bread that's throwing it off i i think it's the bread that throws so then here's a question a a layer of bread is it a lasagna oh my god no it's a pizza at that point Oh, that would be so I gross. I don't think I don't think <laughs> that's a pizza at that point. You have a lasagna, but there is a layer of of bread in the middle. Is it? It is. Is it lasagna? I think. It I still think it is. is, but I don't yeah. think it's edible. Like I okay, would eat so, it. So, so you have, you're saying the construction of this of a sandwich is is making it. So here's a question for you: if Two layers of bread. There's nothing in the middle. <laughs> is it a lasagna? That's just a casserole you're describing. A casserole or a cake. Wait, two pieces of bread with nothing is it a lasagna? What are you talking about? No, no, no. In, I in, hate these in discussions. The Absolutely so you have lasagna stuff. You have a layer of bread followed by another layer of bread. Lasagna. Is it all a lasagna? I mean, okay, I'm going to make this really simple. I think if you have a layer at the bottom of lasagna noodles yep. and then basically fucking anything else and cheese on top, you're, it's a lasagna. <laughs> there has to be no noodles way. in there. There There's has no to be way. lasagna noodles I, I can't noodles agree with that blanket statement. Do you realize what kind of food you're going to end up eating if you say that? Someone could put no, a No, I never there. said I would eat this food. I would say that I consider it a lasagna. There's no an way. An edible one. There's no, I don't believe. If, what if it was a brick? That's not a That's lasagna. That's not food. It, so it has to be a food. About? I hate this. Yes, it has to be food. Okay, I'm just making. Well, you said anything. <laughs> no, I said any food. There has to be he, lasagna he noodles, and there has food. to be food. He okay, okay. Food. You got your noodles. Oh my god! A block of ice, Sean. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> a block of ice. Followed by cheese. You're gonna sit there. A block of ice is gonna melt, Sean. You're you're putting it in the oven. Oh, this is so gross. I've never eaten lasagna again. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna read this next one. Please do. Oh, this is a hard one. Rinku588. What's a lesson that's best learned the hard way? Don't trust Sean with cooking. I can (laughs) cook just fine. Don't even worry. <clears throat> don't trust call- Paul with cooking apparently he'll call anything a lasagna <laughs> I, I don't have a great answer for this I don't either I'm sure there's a- I'm sure there's answers but two wrongs don't make a right <laughs> that's the answer yep there that's it <laughs> we got it <laughs> And then, John, you want to read this last question? Rasterman writes in and says, what two video game characters would make for the worst roommates one could ask for? I mean, rivals for starters, like Mario and Bowser, Link and Ganondorf. I don't know. Bowser seems like a buddy sometimes. Like, he'll play Mario Party with him and like go go go-karting. He's a dad. That's true. But Mario's an old man. I would definitely rather not be with uh, a roommate with Wario than Bowser. So like, but like, Wario with like Princess Peach would probably suck, right? Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to Whereas see your like, reasoning behind why that pairing specifically. Well, because like Wario, 
is probably like a dirty slob and Princess Preach is all nice and proper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Because if you if it was just like Wario and Waluigi, it's like they're probably both fine. Totally. Yeah. Just being complete slobs and like they don't clean up any Mountain Dew that gets spilt, whatever. Or they Zamboni it off totally. the floor off of each other's <laughs> stomachs. Yeah, exactly. Who would be like a bad roommate for Kirby? It would be someone that's like against eating. Is, that, is there even someone like that? That's maybe that's a bad example. Mm. Kirby seems like a good roommate to everybody. Kirby, yeah, Kirby's probably a good roommate. He would just, but he keeps emptying out the fridge, so that's the only downside. That's yeah, that would suck. Yeah. So basically, yeah. I was gonna say a chef would be the worst compare <laughs> thing to have, but actually, might be the best since it's like you always have someone who's gonna like try your food and like yeah, you know, cook for him. Yeah, so like Kirby and Swedish Chef from the Muppets. There you go. Has he been in a video game yet? Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of Muppet video games. With Swedish Chef, though? Yeah. Swedish Chef's been in a couple of them. And, you know, now that I think about it, Swedish Chef is literally an overcooked. So I forgot about that. All right. I don't have a great answer for this either. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for questions. Top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. <clears throat> What's your game of the week? RE4. Uh, Mario Party Superstars. And mine is the Forgotten City. Uh, things to look out for our cookie clicker episode of TDP plus uh, went live last week. So if you haven't listened to that, you can. Um, and if you are planning to watch Eternals, this Monday, we will have a TVP episode all about Marvel's Eternals. So look forward to that. Otherwise, we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.